you guys do realize that hard work is no longer the variable of success. Working hard as a micro gym owner does not cut it anymore. You all wake up early. You all spend time on your programming and developing your coaches. You all care about your clients. You're doing hard work. Just most of you are not doing smart work. Trust me, this is coming from somebody who grew a micro gym in 10 years to the point where I was able to retire at the end of that tenure. I was able to come purchase commercial real estate, and now I can sit back and enjoy and create content for you guys. And what I see out in the workplace is that most of you are working so hard. You just don't know what the fuck you're doing. You're not working smart, which is why I created MGU, the only online business school for micro gym owners. When you get into MGU, the entire concept is this is not a system. This is not a this is how you should run your gym. My goal is to educate you as if you had gone to college for the business of fitness. My goal is to show you all of the best strategies and tactics used by some of the top brands in the industry and give you the opportunity to deploy the ones that you believe would best fit your business model. Next time you're talking with a bunch of owners or you go to a business summit, I want you to be the guy or girl in the room that people are listening to. You're able to chime in and have high-level conversations with the top owners and the speakers or who's ever there because you truly do understand the business side of this whole thing. It goes beyond programming. It goes beyond community and it sure as hell goes beyond coaching. Guys, get enrolled in Microgym University. The link is in my Instagram bio. It is $50 a month. Cancel any damn time you want. I don't care if you watch all the courses, binge them in a weekend, which would be damn near impossible. There's over, I think, 80 plus hours of courses, but you get the idea. You can consume it all and then never pay me another dime. I do not care. I just want more micro gym owners doing hard work done smart. Guys, link is in the Instagram bio. Go get enrolled. What is up, guys? It is Stu. It's another episode of the What the Fuck Gym Talk podcast. So we're we'll a little respect the tempo talk today. There's two things that I do with my tempo training that are that are unique and different from what I was doing traditionally as um, from a CrossFit perspective, and obviously different from when my tempo training when I was taking it in group class at Urban. Um, just for the fact that there was uh, logistical issues when you're operating a group class and you're trying to generate revenue. But now when I'm doing it on my own, they're the two things that I've incorporated in that I think are extremely athletic. I think they're necessary. And I don't think anybody, I don't, I don't, they're not being done. And again, I understand why they're not being done in maybe a group setting to a degree, but just in general training. And they lie on opposite ends of the spectrum. And that is the first one, short distance sprinting, covering as much ground as you can in as short a period of time. That's number one. Number two, long duration efforts, 60 plus minute efforts, okay? Now on the ladder there, those 60 plus minute efforts, yes, I understand the logistics from a studio micro gym perspective, I get it. Um, so I'm, I'm talking about this for everyone understanding, I am not talking about this in any kind of group training um, environment. This is strictly someone who has time to exercise. And you might say, well, Stu, I don't have 60 minutes. That's perfectly fine. I still think there is value in whatever, however long you typically work out, dialing that up by 20 to 30% occasionally, if not regularly, if your schedule allows it. And there are some people like, dude, I'm the guy I need, I, I have 20 minutes to work out and that's it. 
that's cool. You can still use tempo, just like my version of tempo training is probably not your best bet. But um, let's go to the first one. Let's go to the short distance sprinting. Sprinting is something that is the most athletic, and honestly, if you wanted to talk quote fucking functional, it's the thing that you would ha- that like is most likely you'll ever have to do. You will rarely all the resistance training that we do that is functional. Like okay, you might have to pick up a couch or your kid, but like in in all honesty, even without functional training, you could do those things for the most part. Right, like there are people that are not exercising, uh, like you are and like I am, that lift couches for a living, like they're movers, or they could go and help their buddy, fucking, you know, carry something up three flights of stairs, or they can pick their kid up over their head. Like, I get you have we have functional lifts that translate to this, but sprinting for a short distance, dude, I'm never not in a crowd with my kid, where like we're not holding hands, where I don't think to myself if someone snatched her. They had better be a fucking cheetah because I'm going to catch that cocksucker so goddamn quick. Like, literally, they had better be a cheetah because otherwise, you're fucking mine. Like, covering a short amount of distance quickly. You're at the fucking... <laughs> you're in line at the TSA and uh, some some Middle Eastern looking gentleman yells, Allah Akbar. Yeah, you fucking better take off running real goddamn quick. Like, <laughs> you, you think about covering a short distance as quickly as possible, go from a standstill to boom, a dead-on sprint without pulling a hamstring and being able to hit good velocity, there's nothing more athletic than that in my opinion. The other part of the short distance sprints that I like, and it's why I incorporate it so often into tempo training, is the deceleration effect. If you've been following a lot of like the Ben Patrick knees over toes stuff, a lot of that really has to do with athletes and their need to decelerate and if you're ever running quickly and have to decelerate and you were like to freeze frame that you would see someone's you know they're driving their heels into the ground they're leaning back the knee goes over the toe it kind of looks like they're doing a reverse sled pull which is a staple in my tempo training so I really like short distance sprints so the way I've been doing them at uh, QC Fit their west location here in Charlotte North Carolina they've got a really nice like 60 foot rig and it's, a, it's in the middle of the floor. It's like a standalone pull-up rig. And there's probably about a good 25 feet of extra, you know, after the rig on each side. So there's a wall. And then 25 feet from that wall is the rig. And then that rig is 60 feet down. And then it ends. And then there's about 25 feet and there's another wall. So what I like to do is like to start at one wall. And I have the 25 feet to build up to get going. And then I dead-on sprint that 60 foot rig distance and then I decelerate within 25 feet before I get to the next wall. And that practice of go from zero to 100 and being able to decelerate it is very athletic. And it's just something that I never did like in CrossFit. Like, no offense, but like when you look at a typical mixed modal functional fitness workout, it's like do a bunch of resistance training, body weight training, and then go run a half-ass 400 meter where you're like in this like exhausted jog kind of mode. And unless you're a really conditioned runner, your technique looks like dog shit. You ever, I mean like even people who aren't good runners or even people who don't know what good running technique is, you ever look at somebody on the side of the road just going for a run around their neighborhood and God bless them, they're fucking, they're, at least they're out there doing something. But you watch them running and you're like, God, that just doesn't look right. It looks so fucking unathletic. 
Like who? Like I don't know much about running, but I know it probably shouldn't look like that. God, I hope I don't look like that. I think that shit constantly when I see people out in the wild just running. I'm happy they're running, right? I'm happy they're running. Um, but there, there is something that's very athletic with sprinting that we do not see. Sure, you might get on the assault bike or the rower or the skier and rip out a sprint on there, which is great. It's obviously much lower risk of injury, um, lower impact, and I'm all for that. But it's not functional as much as someone sprinting. Like if, you know, if your kid was playing, you know, 20 feet up in front of you on the sidewalk and got too close to the road and you had to cover some fucking ground quickly, right? Or if there was some kind of a a safety emergency and you needed to move your ass quick, like I literally, so, um, I got a buddy of mine and we, he, you know, I talked to him about my tempo training and shit. He follows along and the first reel I posted where I talked about the short duration sprints that I'm doing, he texts me, he's like, bro, I pulled a hammy. And I'm like, yeah, I, I'm not, I'm not surprised, man. Like, have you been sprinting at all? Do you do any kind of like isolated hamstring work? Are you constantly just doing hamstring work via compound movements, like kettlebell swings and deadlifts? And of course, he had not been doing any, you know, any kind of isolation work and things like that. And he fucking popped the hamstring, and that sucks. He was down for like three weeks, and I feel bad for him. But at the same time, that's all the more reason to be doing GHRs or Nordics or fucking isometric holds with the hamstring under contraction with bands and all that, you know, under load. You know, do an RDL instead of a deadlift. Stop touching going that bullshit, and you know, do an RDL with a five-second descent and a five-second hold at the bottom and then squeeze up, that, my friends, will, will help bulletproof you so that never happens to you. But anyway, so that's it. It's short-duration sprints. I Again, actual sprints. Um, and, you know, for someone listening who maybe is into, like, my tempo training shit and you're definitely not at sprinting caliber, then sure, I think you should be jogging and then event, or walking and then jogging and then running. And then when you can run consistently, then we incorporate sprinting. Or if you're going to sprint, do it on an erg. But for the majority of you that can run, right, if like when there's 400 meter, 800 meter runs in a workout, you're running, then you can sprint. It's just going to be a lot harder. You're going to see your heart rate spike faster than any of the ergs you're using because you can't hit a top velocity much quicker than any of the ergs. Um, And you are like, again, if you're in the pose type of running or you know how to engage your hamstring and you know how to engage your calf when you sprint, you, I mean, you're, the muscles in your legs are fucking exhausted. So, okay, now we'll move on to the, the, the second half, the long duration stuff. You know, again, because most people being exposed to functional fitness are doing it in a group setting, you know, these workouts are going to be 20 minutes, 30 minutes, maybe 40, right, at the longest. That's why any of you guys that are doing this on your own, it's time to play on the other side, like make up for some lost time. Put in 60 minute. 75 minute, 90 minute workouts that really test your endurance. And in doing so, I don't care if you're an ectomorph like me, like I'm naturally an ectomorph. I am naturally a skinny bitch, but I'm still able to, you know, put on muscle, be strong, have low body fat percentage and all that. And a lot of that has to do with me creating a really strong aerobic base. And I do it in a mixed modal fashion and going for these longer durations. Right, um, and obviously, when you go with the longer duration, I'm allow I'm keeping my intensity low, but more I'd say more on the moderate end, right? Like I like to give myself, 
you know, I have an RPE scale, rate of perceived exertion of one to three. On those lower efforts, or I'm sorry, those longer efforts, you know, I'm, at, I'm rocking a two. You know, sometimes maybe it's, uh, you know, a 1.5, right? But it's something that is of a lower intensity. I love those longer efforts. I'm allowed to like kind of get lost in my mind and zen and just kind of think about, I mean, I have my best fucking ideas on those long duration efforts. But there is, there's something like being able to go for an hour, 65 minutes, whatever, and it just fucking, it kills. You know, if someone asked me, you know, to go on a run with them, you know, for an hour, I'd be able to hang just fine. It's, you know, taxing your cardiovascular system and your ability to process, you know, and get oxygen to your muscles and just go for that long is something it takes a while to get used to, especially if you've lived in this like 15-minute AMRAP, 20-minute EMOM type world for years and years and years. So essentially just all I did with the conditioning, I'm on two ends of the spectrum, short duration, high intensity sprints, right? Cover a lot of distance in a short amount of time at a very high, you know, at three intensity or rate of perceived exertion. And then on the opposite end, very long duration, you know, low to moderate intensity that allows you to really kind of settle into this thing and allows you to really embrace the tempo and how much time it takes to create, you know, quality volume with time under tension. But those are the two things that I think are, are really different about my tempo training that you're, you know, that I don't see in other programs that, you know, I just didn't do a ton of as a, um, you know, as a traditional CrossFitter, even, you know, when I was just following along in the group fitness classes at Urban Movement. So if any of you guys are out there fucking around with your own workouts, I really would challenge you, check out, you know, go, you know, on each end of the spectrum, go every other day, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, incorporate in every, if you're doing tempo training, incorporate short distance sprinting into your workouts on the, you know, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I'm assuming you're working out six days a week. If not, you know, adjust these numbers accordingly. Um, You don't have to be working out six days a week as well. I'm not saying that's a requirement. I'm just doing it for the example. Um, but those other three days, do the long duration shit. Go 60 minutes. Go fucking, you know, 90 minutes. And I mean, so the funny thing is too, is even when I do my short duration stuff, it's generally in, it's generally within a 60 to 90 minute workout. Like I'm still getting 60 to 90 minutes of work in with those short duration sprints on those days. So it's kind of a two for one. But, you know, for any of you guys who maybe are just getting in like one workout a day or, you know, you're doing less volume, you can go ahead and play around with like, hey, I'm going to go real long on these days. I'm going to go shorter on these days. And on my short days, I'll put in the sprints. And on my longer days, you know, obviously I'll, I'll go the, I'll go to distance with 60 to 90 minutes. And see what happens to your body. See what happens to your fitness when you start doing shit you haven't done. It's amazing. You get beginner gains. You instantly see results within the first, you know, within a couple weeks. And they last for a good while. And then, you know, your body adapts and you plateau and you keep tweaking it. But that's it. You know, we, you do that with your clients all the time. Clients come into anyone's gym who hasn't been doing that. And when they do that, whatever your thing is, they get fucking results really quick and they're really happy. And it's no offense. It's not that you're that great of a fucking coach. It's just called beginner gains. When you start doing something physically that you have not done before in the past, you will see results quickly. They will dissipate, you know, in in a period of time and you'll have a law of diminished returns and then it's time to get you you know creative and clever with your programming and intelligent. But um, yeah, guys, that's all I got for you on this one. Uh, let me know what you think. And also, let me know if you like this kind of stuff. I get a lot of really good feedback when I talk respect the tempo and I talk like fitness and stuff on here. Um, 
But if you don't, I haven't got any bad feedback, but I'm sure there's people that don't like it. If you're one of those people that don't like this shit, please send me a DM. I'd love to kind of just get your perspective on it as to why you don't. Um, but that's it, guys. Till I talk to you in the next podcast. Have a great fucking day.